Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny with you on a fabulous football Friday presented by Progressive Insurance guests on the Goodyear Hotline. Huge weekend of games, college and pro. We've got ridiculous headlines from a website you care about. Bubba's happy, Big Ben is not, and a transformation has overtaken a man I've known forever that makes perfect sense, and yet none at all. All that and more, let's roll. Here we go! Go, go. Only one place to start. All right, the place to start with a full house here. I got Rob Minkovich, I got Dan Graziano hanging out after Get Up, giving me the straight talk in our studio, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Gentlemen, thank you both for having a little extra time. Graziano, my compliments to you on your victory. For those of you who watch Get Up, we know that you go head-to-head with Hembo oh, on these that questions. That was a great question. Yeah. If you weren't watching it, Hembo asked the question, who was the last coach to be favored against Nick Saban by more than a field goal? Saban's a six-and-a-half-point dog this weekend, and you came up with the answer. Urban Meyer, when he was at Florida with Tim Tebow. I think it was Tebow. It was. It, must, yeah. must have been. it yeah. was the 09 yeah. uh, championship. And oh, by the way, yeah. Alabama won that game huge. Yeah. So Saban. That was the question? No, it was, it was the correct <laughs> answer. And I thought, I thought it was going to be super sneaky. I thought it was going to go back to Saban's NFL coaching yeah. days. Instead, he picks a current NFL coach, mm-hmm. but they met in the college level. I, I thought that was a great question and a great job by you. Anyway, we've got a million things to get to here. I want to start with the pro games because there were some monster games. Let's start, Ninko, with the Cowboys. Mm. They win a game last night that left me somewhat cold. I, I get that they had some things working against them, the offensive coaching staff and McCarthy's not there and everything else. But the Saints are a shell of themselves. They didn't have anybody last night I feel like the Cowboys should have blown them out last night and in particular their offense I thought looked just very average let's say it that way yeah they look off off they look like a Thursday night game really but again there's no excuses here because when coming into this matchup you look at the Saints and you've seen kind of the last couple weeks for the Saints they look Bad, mm-hmm. not great. They got the Saints are done. Taysom Hill. They're playing with no, they're playing with their third string quarterback. There's no Kamara. The offensive line is banged up. I mean, they're they're like trying to figure out, okay, what where are we at in the draft next year? Like, yeah. can we, what are we going to do with at the quarterback position? And so that's the Cowboys basically had two big plays against them the entire yeah. night. So it's bad because you you think when you are a team, especially the Cowboys coming in to the season, there was so many expectations of a Super Bowl team and look at this team, the first six weeks and the running backs and the receivers and Dak looks great. And then the last probably four weeks, there's been a skid here and, and it puts a lot of question marks in your head. But I would say that the NFC in general, we've seen some teams slip up. Tampa slipped up two weeks in a row. And you're mm-hmm. like, what's going on here? There's really no clear cut best team in the NFC. You, you, Dan Graziano, were a lot more inclined this morning to give the Cowboys the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it's, a, it's almost like a survive and advance situation to me, right? Like, this is, they had to come out of that last night with a win. It did not matter how it looked. It didn't matter how any of us feel about it this morning. I mean, like, they, 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 had, they have been losing, and they've been banged up, and they need to make sure and maintain that lead on Washington. So I think they did what they needed to do. I'm interested to see. they got five more games left. You know, Are they going to be closer to what they were in September, October? Are they going to be closer to what they were in November? That, that'll determine it. I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and predict which way it's going to go, but they are getting healthier, and I think there's reason for optimism if you're a Cowboy fan. And, and the fact that last night was ugly, I just don't think in the end that that, that matters that much. I will say this. They have two defensive studs. 
studs mm-hmm. who are young. I'm asked by our friends at AutoZone to name someone who was in the zone last night. Between Micah Parsons with another sack, he's had a sack in five consecutive games. And then Trayvon Diggs with another pick. That's his ninth interception of the season. They were both in the zone last night. In the zone brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone with AutoZone. Let's get to our next game. I want to go all the way to Monday yeah. because mm-hmm. there's so much at stake when the Patriots play the Bills. And, and Nico, I mean, obviously you know that New England team so well. You live a stone's throw from the stadium now. Mm-hmm. What, do they, what do they need to do with a rookie quarterback? You know better than anybody how tough it is to go up to Buffalo and win a game. What do they need to do with their rookie quarterback to take total control of that division on Monday? Well, number one is he's got to take care of the football. And, and how do you do that? Well, you run the football with success. You win time of possession. And when you're on the road, my favorite place to play, by the way, mm. in Buffalo, it's a terrific atmosphere. You got people yelling at you, throwing stuff on the field. We won't get into that. Um, but that was your favorite place to play? It was my favorite spot. Yeah, the the stadium has a cool older feel. The, the locker room was just gross and it was just <laughs> i mean you had one toilet everyone's got it's, it's just terrible. it was a bad locker room experience so why, but the why game is experience you're not describing what i would have I, thought because it's one because it's the, it. no we lost there uh, <laughs> we lost maybe you know i don't know once or twice but, but no seriously the the environment and just the fan base in buffalo i just respected that a lot they you're not going to go to Buffalo and expect that your fans are going to be in the stadium. Right. And, and you go to around yeah. the league right now, if you go to a Chargers game or the Rams game, literally it's it's an away game when mm-hmm. they're home because yeah. every other place is going to Miami, sure. L.A., Vegas, to, Vegas yeah. to go and have a vacation. Yeah. You go to Buffalo, what are you going there for? Like, right. You're, you're going to watch a football you're game. You're going there to watch football. The fans they were the going, fans, and they're good. The season ticket holders aren't selling you a ticket. Right. You know, like, screw yeah. you. I'm going to watch my bills. That's a great point, too, because the Patriots are undefeated on the road this year, and I asked because uh, I covered a lot of their games, including – the one against the Chargers on the road, the one against the Panthers on the road, and the players are saying like the Patriots Nation travels well, like that, like they those two this games will, felt yes. like Patriots home yes. games when they did something good. So you're that, that's an interesting point that Monday won't be like. It'll that. be the loudest experience for the rookie quarterback, the mm. offensive line, everybody that's playing in that game. It's going to be the most intense road game that they've played in this year. Uh, uh, this year, that, that's what I was going to underline yes. because I mean, Mac Jones has played in the Iron Bowl at Auburn. He's yeah. played in, you know, the national, uh, whatever it is, the college football playoff semifinals and the finals. So he's played big games, yes. right? There's a reason. There's no reason, I think, to expect that the moment will be too big for him. No, I, I don't think so. And, and coming from Alabama, listen, every single year they're expected to win a national championship. Right. And Saban being with Bill, like they probably coach similar and they probably have the same type of message to the team. Yeah. Um, so I really am looking forward to this matchup Monday night. Everyone's watching both teams understand how important this game is to their, their future of the season this year. And I, I just think that the Patriots and, and how they're built in a physical sense that's why they're going to have the edge because they run the football. Their offensive line, Trent Brown's the biggest human I've ever seen, and they're just really physical. <laughs> Dan, you surprised me this morning. I thought for sure you would pick Buffalo to yeah. win this game, and you took New England. They're just not in a good spot right now, Buffalo. I mean, that, that, those turnover numbers were striking the last four weeks. Buffalo has committed the most turnovers in the league, and the Patriots have the most takeaways in the league over that same span. And It just seems like it's playing into New England's hands. The, the loss of Tredavious White in the secondary for Buffalo, I think, is a, is a game changer yeah. in, in, in all, all the ways that 
all the meanings that term could have. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, he, he helps them in so many ways. They're going to have to change a lot. I, I believe in Sean McDermott and his defense, but uh, that, that's a, he's, he's an eraser type, right? Like, I mean, like you can do a lot of things because he's back there. So I just don't think they're in a good spot right now. Well, this is Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance with insurance for cars, homes, boats, motorcycles, RVs, and commercial vehicles at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. Dan Graziano and Rob Ninkovich in studio. Okay, I wasn't planning to do this so early. <laughs> But then I discovered that Rob Ninkovich has one extraordinary talent. So let's just set this up. I've known Brian Kelly a very long time. Oh. Brian Kelly was raised in Everett, mm. Massachusetts. He then coached <laughs> at Central Michigan, Cincinnati, and Notre Dame. Hmm. We joked yesterday, how much time do you think he has ever spent in his life south of the Mason-Dixon line? Not, not often. Not much, no. right? Probably not much. Last night, he was introduced to the LSU fans at their basketball game. And to my astonishment, he suddenly has a southern accent. I've never been to LSU or Louisiana. We're so excited uh, to immerse ourselves in the culture of Louisiana. He, He wants to immerse himself in the culture, and he has done so Last night, when talking to the fans, this is how he said the word family. I'm here with my family. I mean, I, I'm here with my Listen to this. I'm here with my family. He's here with his family. And we need the whole thing up there, Nuno. I, I, I need more than just that because it is impossible for me to believe the entire thing. He's doing a southern accent. And what I discovered is that Rob Ninkovich, where's your wife from? She's from down the road. <laughs> She's from down the road. She's from Burris, Louisiana. <laughs> okay. And when they go down there now, let me tell you, when you go down to Burris, Louisiana, you're going to have yourself some crawfish. You're going to have yourself some gumbo. You're going to have some good old food down there, hmm? <laughs> so, so this is what I'm envisioning, Graziano, yeah. that like three weeks from now, that's how Brian Kelly is going yeah. to talk. Well, they've been used to Coach O being say, hey, go LSU Tiger. Go Tigers. And when you when Coach O down there and you have your team in front of you and you're talking like this, well, guess what? You got Kelly in front of you. He's going to have to be saying family like we, huh? I think, <laughs> he's brilliant. Yeah. Is that it's unbelievable? Awesome. I, th- I think he missed a big opportunity. You could have been making $95 million. <laughs> That's correct. Hey, you want me to talk like this, I'll go down there to LSU, and I'll talk like this for $95 million. <laughs> but I have, I have a lot of questions to ask about this. But, Dan Graziano, let me ask you. I don't know that I'm going to have the answer. How do you explain, Brian, like... Brian Kelly just shows up at the basketball game last night and starts talking with a family. I'm here with my family. That's, I'm here with that's my not, family. That's more like when you're talking like this. That's a, like a kind of Kentucky accent. Uh-huh. Like when you go down to New no, now when you go down south to Louisiana, you got to talk like this. Okay, uh-huh. hmm? we're gonna have ourselves a good old time down here. That's what the we that's Louisiana talk. He's hey, on boy, the money. Hey boy, come on down here, I boy. It was just the Chicago one he did, but no, he's well, got no, a lot but, of But, but the Chicago guys when you're you're high pitched like this, you know, Greeny, what are we doing today? Huh? We're on the radio. Uh, let's go over here and have some pie and some pop, huh? <laughs> you are really very talented very with this. Oh, thanks. You, you, I like uh, doing the voices. I've been doing it since I was ten. I had a lot of detentions in school from it. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, uh, do you have other imitations you do? Uh, well, I can do Bill for you. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, that's easy. That's, yeah. Those are easy no, ones. No, no, but give me a little of that. I, I like that. But then I could be greeny, mm-hmm. you know. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> it is time to get up. And now, you know, like, it's, get, get in. <laughs> good morning. That's good. It is time to get up. Uh, it's very good. Yeah. He's very Not talented. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I'm an observer. I was a quiet kid, so when I was quiet, I would just listen and watch. And then I'd just, you know. 
We will dive more deeply into Brian Kelly's uh, somewhat magical transformation. Family. My family. Yeah, he's there with his family. I'm there with my family. <laughs> I, I, I am taken aback by all this. Uh, Guys, thank you for hanging out. It's a great weekend. You can't ask for a better football weekend. Enjoy everything here. Thank you, fellas, for sticking around with the Straight Talk. And Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide. You can get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299, no contract. All on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless, 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. We're back in a flash on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. We've got to solve a mystery. And that mystery is, what has happened to Brian Kelly? (laughs) So, Brian Kelly, you've known him for a long time. He was the head football coach in Notre Dame. I've been around him on multiple different occasions. I know him. He's been a guest on this show multiple times. He coached Mike Olick's kids. So, I mean, I was around him a ton. I was there when they played in the championship game that, that year against Alabama and everything else. He's not Southern and does not have a Southern accent. He has never spoken with a Southern accent. He's from Everett, Massachusetts. To Hembo's point, he turns red when it's cold outside and when it's hot outside. That is the first sign of being from Massachusetts. So this is a person who is not from the South. And last night when he is introduced at LSU's basketball game, and says this. At Louisiana State University. <laughs> now, what the actual heck is going 
on? Like, I have so many questions. And I want to bring Bubba in on this. Uh, and, and many of you may not know this, but, but Bubba has a particular expertise in this area. There is an actual condition called foreign accent syndrome. Now, there have only been about 100 cases of it since 1907. But it usually comes after a, some sort of serious injury that a person just develops a foreign accent. Bubba actually used to do research in this area, all kidding aside. Bubba, who is now you know, legendary in the radio business, was a researcher in this area and, and did a ton of medical research. Uh, and, and the Micah Parsons jersey, I think, really adds to the credibility of this discussion we're about to have. Do you think it is possible, Bubba, with your expertise, that Brian Kelly is suffering from this very rare but, but very real condition called foreign accent syndrome? Yeah, I, th- I think it's very similar. I think we have to add a tweak to foreign accent mm-hmm. syndrome. It's yeah. now new contract $95 million syndrome. That's it. That's what it is. It's because that isn't actually, well, it's not a foreign accent. Louisiana and Massachusetts are in the same country. But, but from the way they talk could not be any yeah, more different. It pretty much is. You could speak with a French accent and sound more <laughs> like you're from Massachusetts than that. So, so let's, if we were to eliminate foreign accent syndrome, then it suggests to me that someone said to him, you know, in order to win these people over, <laughs> go down there and start talking with a southern accent. Now, Nuno, you, you, <laughs> let me ask you a question. If you were to suddenly start producing the number one show in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, let's just say you get to live out your lifelong dream of being the producer of a sports talk show in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and you started to try to affect a southern accent, could you do it? I couldn't, but what I would probably do is watch uh, Waterboy on repeat. Maybe that's what happened. He just, that's what was on the plane. They were like, threw on the Waterboy and he picked up some things. This is what I'm saying. A, he doesn't sound like he's from Louisiana. You just heard, if you see the movie Waterboy, that's a Louisiana accent. Right. Listen to Marcus Spears talk. That, that's how, that, yeah, that, that, that's a Louisiana accent. He's right. This is a different Southern accent. Brian Kelly is doing the Southern accent I would do if I was trying to do a Southern accent but it brings us to the next most important question does brian think he's running for office like he got the job he is going to be judged by how they win and lose and nothing else does he think his recruiting in the state of louisiana is going to be impacted favorably by affecting an accent like if he walks in he's like how y'all doing i'm i'm here I'm Brian Kelly. I, I'd like. Well, I'm glad to be in your living room. I'm doing the best Southern accent I can. I don't know what to tell you. I'm from Bleecker Street, for crying out loud. Uh, it's a pleasure to be down here in your living room, and I, I'd like to recruit your son and bring him to Louisiana State University with my family. Does he have a better chance of getting a kid than that? If he walked into my house to recruit my son and he started talking that way, I'd say, what are you, a schmuck? What are you doing? That's not how you talk. We've heard you talk a million times. That's not how you talk. That's that's, that's not how you talk. It just doesn't make any sense. So I'm, Hembo, I'm confused I, by this. I have a theory. What's your theory? Maybe as part of the $95 million contract, it was also agreed upon that he would change his identity. <laughs> so I've come up with five potential names that we can, so we can rename, at least change his first name from Brian to something else. Okay. A little more Southern. Yes, because Brian Kelly 
is a very Massachusetts name, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, but, I, I mean, if you I Google mean, Irish Catholic, it is his red face. Yes, that, that's that exactly right. It is Brian search. Kelly, and that he, I mean, at Notre Dame, that was a very obvious fit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what are so, what, what names are you giving me? What, uh, do you like Colt Kelly? <laughs> How about Gunner <laughs> Kelly or? Cornelius Kelly. <laughs> Do you like any of those? No, I don't. How about Jebediah? No, Kelly? I don't like any of Hiram? these names. I, I just don't under Hiram. Hi- Hiram Kelly? Isn't that a Jewish name? No, Hiram's a South name. H I R A M. That's a I think that's a Jewish name. I, I think that's like an old testament Jewish name. No, 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 no. It's Hiram no. I think Hiram, I, mean, I think you've got it wrong. I mean, well, either you way, might it doesn't know. make any difference. You the might point know. that I'm trying to make is he has adopted a southern accent. For reasons I really can't figure out, like I'm trying to picture this. We're getting people around the room. Hey, guys, how does the hire be playing right now so far amongst the fans? I don't know. Not so well. They kind of question his, his credentials a little bit. What should we do? I don't know. How about having him talk with a southern accent? Bingo! I love that idea. That's genius. So you think someone else was the one that suggested it, and he didn't just decide this on his own? I hope so. <laughs> oh, be better. I hope it wasn't his idea. I hope he <laughs> didn't think on the plane down there, you know... <laughs> I really need to try and fit in with these people, so I'm going to just start talking like I perceive them to talk, even though they don't actually talk that way. They don't say family. Like Louisiana is a very particular accent. Adam Sandler made a whole movie about it. Rob Nikovich just did a brilliant uh, imitation of it. If you ever listen to Marcus Spears on my show or on NFL Live or any of the million places that you hear Swagoo, he's from South Baton Rouge, Louisiana. It is a very particular, unique accent that they have. And I do not think that going in there trying to imitate it (laughs) it is going to feel all that authentic. And it got me to thinking, what would happen if, you know, we have a meeting here at ESPN, right? We're doing pretty well on this radio show, right? No, no, like everything is going pretty well. They're putting out statements, whatever. Not statements, but, um, you know, press releases, the ratings are good, whatever it is. I'm doing pretty well. But no, no. What would happen if we got into a room with a bunch of executives and they said, listen, Greeny, you know, the show's doing very well in your traditional places. You're a New Yorker. You're doing well in New York, Chicago. That's your route. You're doing well. They're all through the upper Midwest. Everybody, you know, they all like you up there. But you're not doing as well as we would like you to do in the South. Mm. And that's a very big market, a very important markets, all of them, you know, for, for sports talk. And they said, Greeny, why don't you try doing the show with a little bit of a southern accent, and see if that makes any difference. Nuno, do you think that would work? As the producer of this program, do you think that would work? <laughs> I, it would be a complete and utter, utter train wreck for like the first half hour after that. I'm just leaving the control room. Yeah, I mean, I I'm think out. that's probably right. But like Brian Kelly, speaking like he's from the South, is equivalent to you doing so. I mean, you guys are as Southern as each other is what I'm saying. I mean, I, I think if anything, I'm more Southern than he is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're you know, Matthew McConaughey. I mean, I mean that's Kelly. exactly right. I mean, compared to him, I'm, I'm, I'm. That's a good, that's a good example. And Matthew McConaughey from all the way down. Here, look, here's the thing. Like, I love all this stuff. All right, I, I, I'm not trying to. Um, I'm just trying to point out the obvious. Like, what the hell happened here? Can, can we just hear it again? It's just so funny. Yeah, I the, the long one here. I'll play you that. This is twenty. He's standing on a basketball court. It's just so funny. Wearing like wearing like a quarter zip. Like he looks like he just walked off a golf course, right? I mean, if you, if you see it, it's actually funny. He's wearing like a, an LSU quarter zip, <laughs> purple quarter zip. It, it, yeah, it, with, I mean, it's appropriate color with his like blue Notre Dame jacket. <laughs> I mean, it is. It he, is. he literally looks like he just walked off a golf course, and, and the crowd is, 
the applause didn't sound all that enthusiastic. Maybe that's no. why he started trying to, you know, oh, maybe these people need a little. And his opening line wasn't that good either. No, and, and, yeah, and, and, and then he said something like, oh, this has been a wonderful start, and I haven't even on all my games yet. <laughs> Not a thing. He said that, no, and then it's crickets. There's nothing. Not a thing. And then, and then that's right. <laughs> Not a thing. And, then, and then he says all this. I don't know what to ma- Bubba, what, do I, what, what am I supposed to say? Am it's, I supposed to just pretend that didn't happen? They really need to bring back Unsolved Mysteries oh. just for this. It's, it's, it's really unbelievable. So what, is, what is Brian Kelly thinking today? I don't know. He wakes up today and everyone's just, what, what is he thinking? What did Nick Saban think the first time he heard that? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I think we're okay. <laughs> we're going to win. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, that is actually a funny one. I'd like to have been a fly on the wall in Saban's LSU office. And at Bama, of course. Yeah. I mean, and he's and not Saban, from the South. Saban is from the South. Right. Saban right, right. is from West Virginia. Yeah, that's right. He's uh, of a different part of the South. Mm-hmm. He, has, he has talked that way when he was the coach at Michigan State <laughs> and when he was the coach of the Dolphins and when he was the defensive coordinator of the Browns. I mean, that's just, oh my God, it's so funny to me. I just don't know what to say um, outside of that. So, anyway, we'll make that straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. I guess we will reluctantly move on to other things. Uh, even though I remain completely consumed uh, with that entire part of the conversation. All right, let me get to the question of the day. Oh, actually, no, before I do that, let me bring my main man Bubba back. Bubba is wearing a Micah Parsons jersey today, and I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked all of my football players on television this morning. And I want you to try and give me an honest answer here if you can. Because we understand you're a devoted Cowboy fan. I respect it. You're wearing a Micah Parsons jersey today. He's awesome. But did you emerge from that performance last night feeling more or less confident about the Cowboys' chances of going to the Super Bowl? I would have to say less. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, coming away less and less confident. I mean, what I'm seeing out there is just a bunch of playmakers who are not working together as a team. And every once in a while, they make these unbelievable plays. They have a lot of playmakers on offense, some great playmakers on defense. But I, they're just so disjointed. I don't. I don't know what's happening. They're just not working together as a team. And yeah, they they should win the division. That should be a problem. They might win a playoff game. But I just don't see this team going deep in the playoffs. And maybe they're building a foundation for maybe next year. But I don't think this is the year anymore. And I'm I'm definitely losing faith in them. Well, I, I hope you're wrong because I mean, for a lot of reasons, I'd love to see them recapture the magic here. Their first six games, they were five and one, and then they had their bye. And since then, they're three and three, and they've just stopped running the ball and playing offense. Now, part of that uh, involves Dak getting hurt in there, right? He had the calf and all the rest of that, but he's healthy now, and they've had injuries. But so has have a lot of teams. The team they played last night were decimated by injury. The Saints. And he, here's the part of this that I find. If you look at the teams right now, the Packers just seem to be kind of ascending, right? They look like they're getting better right now. The Bucks, I know it's only one game's worth of sample size, but they, they look like they're in a little bit of a better trajectory. Like, this is the time of year you want to be playing great. If Washington should beat Vegas on Sunday, now they have a big disadvantage. Washington has got a, a long road trip on Sunday. Then they're going to come home and play the Cowboys 
the Cowboys are going to be off from Thursday to Sunday. So the Cowboys are going to have a big scheduling advantage against the Washington football team a week from Sunday. But if Washington wins this game Sunday against Las Vegas, then Bubba, the hype for Cowboys at Washington is going to be really fascinating because that will all of a sudden become uh-oh time. That will become a game the Dallas Cowboys absolutely have to win. Absolutely, yeah. I the, yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. Um, it's definitely coming down to the wire here. I, I don't know. I, I just I, – I don't know what they were doing last night. I mean, the Saints are just – I mean, they got Taysom Hill out there. He gets hurt. The Saints are just so bad right now, and they – I don't know what Kellen Moore was doing on offense. The play calling was ridiculous. There's so many things that there's so many three and outs, so disjointed. I just don't know what they were doing. They just did not look like the same team from before. They had players back, so you can't really use that same excuse anymore. It just doesn't look like the same team, and I just don't know how you can have faith in this team anymore. You know what it had to actually do? It had to frustrate the heck out of Hembo. Your team losing to the Giants last week now looks so much worse. If the Eagles win that game, if Jalen Rager knew how to catch, then as badly as you played, they didn't. Well, I guess you did play worse than the Cowboys did last night. But as badly as you played, so you'd won. be right there. The Eagles would be right there. The NFC East would be looking like it was a three-horse race. I mean, and we did an overreaction today on Get Up, in which Graziano said, "No, the Cowboys are definitely going to run away with this thing." And I think he's probably right. But if I were a fan of the Cowboys, what would concern me most is that Dak Prescott's not playing like Dak Prescott. Like that, that the, if he was playing like this before he signed the contract, this would be a much bigger story. I mean, he's having as bad a season as he's had in like. Four years. Is this about Amari Cooper not being there? Like, how much of this? Like, Cooper missed two games with the COVID, and and we know that he still had some symptoms, and he he was a shell of himself last night. Played, I think, twenty three or twenty four mm-hmm. snaps or something, and wasn't a factor in the game. They're throwing the ball to Lamb like crazy. He had some plays. Gallup caught a nice touchdown. They break one run, but outside of that, they just have no offense at all. And and look, the Saints have a good defense and a proud defense. But they, the Cowboys just did not look like any semblance of a championship team. All right, let me pause on that thought. I want to make sure we get some time for calls in there today. So I'm going to load those up right now. Give me a call at 888-SAY-ESPN. 729-3776 is my phone number here because the second hour is going to be super busy with a bunch of different stuff today. So let this go. let's get those in here. We'll make it what do you want to know. We haven't done that in a while. Just make the phone call here. What do you want to know? We'll do our best to answer your question. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I'm going to leave it there on the the Brian Kelly stuff because I do need to move on and get your calls in. But I will just very quickly say, that guy, Joe, is it Molinaro? Is that how he pronounces his last name? I believe so, Joey, who does these impressions, is at Joey on Twitter, has done a a minute and a half skit on Nick Saban calling Brian Kelly to welcome him to the SEC. 
I just posted it on my Twitter. If you don't follow him at ESPN Greeny, it is well worth your time, right? It's, oh yeah, it's epically. Funny. I would give anything to have been sitting next to Nick Saban while <laughs> listening to Brian Kelly talk at the basketball game. It, last it, night. it really is amusing. In the meantime, let's throw open the phones here. Your chance to be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is heating up. Fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. Bubba, who's first up today? First up, we have Bo. All right, Bo, what do you want to know? All right, guys, real quick. By the way, Greeny, love the show. Passionate about as about as passionate you're about the Jets. So big Colts fan, obviously. I just want to get your collective thoughts, guys, on how you don't possibly think the Colts can make a nice, slight, secret little run here at the end. We got beat by the Buccaneers in the last second drive by Tom Brady. And by the way, fall victim to every other team that's gotten beat by Tom Brady. Yeah. Oh, I do. Beat the pants off the Bills. We beat the Jets. Sorry, Greeny, not saying a whole lot, buddy. But uh, Tennessee by three in overtime. Uh, We're making a nice run. Carson's coming around playing his best football in a while, Jonathan Taylor. We've got the Patriots coming up here at home. We've got. the Raiders towards the end of the season, we got the Cardinals. So we obviously need to win a few games towards the end and with the demise of Tennessee and without being with some of their stars and a lot of their injuries. Yeah. Just wanted to get you guys' thoughts about a Colts possible run here towards the end. You got it, Bo. Uh, yes, I, th- I think I said it on Monday that um, the Colts are the team in the AFC no one's going to want to play. I do believe they will get in at the bottom of the I – don't, I, don't, I think Tennessee will hold them off in the division. How, how, what is Tennessee now? They have three losses? Stand by. And then, well, I, they're not getting any the of these guys back so fast. No. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, actually, that Indy chases them down, although they won both games, right? Tennessee beat them That's twice right. already, so they win a tiebreaker, and they're going to get A.J. back. and I, They probably won't win the division, but I think the Colts are going to be that team in the AFC nobody wants to play for all the reasons you just described. The defense is good. The running game is great. And Wentz, when he's good, is very, very good. What is that? What's the... Is the little girl with the curl when he's, she's good, she's very, very good. When she's bad, she, whatever she's that horrid, is. yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's Wentz. So you get him on a good day, or if you're the opponent on a bad day, you got problems. I, I agree. I think the Colts in the AFC and the Niners in the NFC are the two teams no one's going to want to play. The, the AFC right now, the Colts have outscored their opponent by 57 points. They're 6-6. Six and six. The Ravens, the number one seed have outscored their opponent by 23 points. It's yeah. just such a weird year. It, it, it is, and I think the Colts are going to be a really dangerous mm. team. Bubba, who's next? Next, we have William. All right, William, you're on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. What do you want to know? Yes, good morning, guys. Uh, Giant fans here. So the past couple of days, the talks have been about Russell Wilson and Sean Payne possibly being available during the offseason. And they like that. People like that for the Giants. But if we do do that, how far would that set us back? Because it's going to be with a lot of draft capital. Thank you. I mean, I think if you could find a way to pull that off, it would be worth whatever it cost you to do it. I mean, the upgrade from Daniel Jones to Russell Wilson is unimaginable. The upgrade from Joe Judge to Sean Payton is probably even greater. I think you'd be setting your franchise up whatever short term. Look, you got an extra first round pick this year. So if I told you right now, you could use your two first-round picks and get yourself an upgrade at coach and quarterback. You would do it in the blink of an eye. So, to me, I don't know. Let's get, my, let's get the Giant fan in here, Nuno. And I, don't, I, I, I asked around a few people yesterday, and I did not get a lot of takers on Sean Payton uh, leaving New Orleans from the people I was asking. But we'll see what winds up happening. Just, in a, just for the fun of playing out the exercise, would you be willing to give up everything in the world to get those two guys? Yeah, you know – 
I think the Giants, this would be the year because they have 11, uh, 11, uh, draft picks this year, you know, two firsts, two thirds, two fourths. Um, so they have the capital to actually be able to make moves like this. Uh, so yes. They need to make some, you know, th- those third round picks to turn into offensive linemen. I mean, that's what they need to turn around. They have enough building blocks in certain places, I think, to make a little bit of a difference here. So let's see. If they can do it, I think that they absolutely should. Bubba, who's next? We've got Ryan. Ryan, you're on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Ryan, what do you want to know? Greeny, I want to know, and and I know there's some bias because I'm from his hometown, live here, but do you think the Browns have not played Case Keenum because they're afraid of, one, a Nick Foles situation where Case goes on a run with the talent, or is it because they really are going to let Baker fizzle and not have to pay him? It's a I really think they good, should have went with Case. Yeah. It's a really good question. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm going to run out of time. It's a really good question. Um, I, I admire Baker Mayfield's toughness. I don't think he's a great player, but I think he's a lot better than he has shown this year because he's been hurt all year. He is banged up. He's just beat to shreds. And I am surprised they've not gone to Case Keenum. Anyone who doesn't know the history – I mean, Kevin Stefanski and Case Keenum went to the NFC Championship game in Minnesota a few years ago. Keenum is not outstanding, but he is better, particularly in that offense, than Baker Mayfield is right now. Because Baker Mayfield is 50% of himself. You agree with that? I do. And I've heard conspiracy theories like that, but I think it's pretty clear. If the doctor said, yeah, you can play, then Baker's opting to play. I think he wants to prove it. Like you said, he's very tough. But... I think the decision should probably be taken out of his hands, not just from that standpoint, but from a performance standpoint. I agree with you. Case Keenum is probably a better bet right now. Yeah, and unless they're looking now, I just I don't I don't buy that. I don't buy any team that has as much talent as they have not going for. No, like trying to figure out some nefarious no. way to not have to pay him so much or whatever it is. So if that was the question, no, I don't buy that for a minute. I think they're sticking by their guy who was the number one pick, and they consider him their franchise. But I think they're making a mistake with Baker as banged up as he is. My name is Greeny. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. You can save when you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. We'll continue doing this show in our regular voices. Although I'd like to hear Nuno try and do a southern accent. I think that would be very amusing. We'll do Who You Got and a whole lot more in our second hour. Stick around. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.